An Australia without rugby league is not Australia. Rugby league has been a fabric of our society for hundreds of years. It's people's escape, it's people's relaxation, and we need to do everything in order to continue that great uh, tradition of rugby league. It has been those Australians who have worked hard every day. They have their dreams, they have their aspirations. These are the quiet Australians who have won a great victory tonight. G'day Dennis, g'day Chris, uh, Stephen Ferris here. Listen, right now it appears after the first round of the finals, it's a bit like those orchards which are swollen with fruit but don't have enough travellers to pick the damn fruit to deliver. We've now got these games which are terribly exciting but a half-assed crowd. Uh, not quite delivering the atmosphere that we would hope to have. So this is another impact of the pandemic you're referring to. Yes. That there's all this fruit in yeah. the food bowl that ready is Australia. Be, ready to be picked and, and there are no packaged. backpackers. No backpackers. So, no, no, so, no, so you're Germans. saying <laughs> the cornucopia that was on offer yeah. during the semifinals, the smorgasbord, the banquet that was the rugby league semifinals, yeah. was uh, we were undernourished yeah. because there weren't enough people to consume. No, can't deliver the, on the promise. Wow. Yeah, yeah. The malnourished rugby league community. No, I, was at, I was at one game. Dennis, you were at two games. Why don't we yeah, start see, on the Friday I, I night? I think you've been spoiled. Yes. I think you've been spoiled and ruined by the ridiculous sound effects on Fox Sports and Channel 9. Yes, that's I'm, atmosphere. Because I'm hearing, mm. when I was at Penrith on Friday night, Penrith had, what, 7,000, yeah. it, was, it was almost a Jets crowd. Canberra had 9,200, 9, yeah. And, but the, the Penrith crowd, it's a, it, all the ABC techs want to work at Penrith because the crowd is up. Now, ah. 16 straight is going <laughs> to get gonna do that up. for you. <laughs> but the noise they make is fantastic. Ooh. They're so excited. You get the 416 straight across the yeah. crowd at the Panthers yeah. Bay and they are singing songs. Is that songs something to do with the dynamics it. of having Little Mount Everest next to you? That's right. It probably <laughs> is bouncing back <laughs> off Little Mount Everest. Was, could you feel the, the chill of the wind coming off oh, Little, Mount Little Mount Everest? Little Mount Everest, yeah, mm-hmm. and base camp was there. and Even, you know, even though a certain person who was intending to climb that little Mount Everest was absent? Yeah, now yeah. We've, we've talked about having a couple of tigers who left Brookvale early a few weeks ago and that causing all sorts of trouble. Some certain people didn't even bother to turn up. Right. Didn't well, even he, turn he, up he to watch their He didn't have his Sherpas with him, did he? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Who's going to turn up and climb little Mount Everest well, without a Sherpa? His, his, well, problem was, his problem was he thought game day was tomorrow. Right. Yes. <laughs> well, once, once SBW got used to a certain level of support mm. in his accommodations in Graceland in Pitt Street in Sydney when he arrived. <laughs> He's spoiled too. That's right. Yeah. You, you, you expect an honourage and when, uh, I guess for budgetary reasons, Nick says if you're not playing, mm. there's no honourage. He there, just thought better be, of going. There won't be toys for your kids. There won't be toys for your kids. You're yeah. suggesting that flash car's been taken away, Not yet. Not yet. But mm. I tell you what though, <laughs> the, the lease agreement's been very carefully Stretched. reviewed right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and... Um, you know, extra braces for next. I mean, it's going to lead like a lot of care. We'll get to Sunnyville later, though, I think. Though I want to hear about the game and what mm. you saw, what you felt uh, with Penrith and the struggles and that last try, of course, to the Oh, there was, there was a lot of excitement. It was, like, it was a great game. It was really good footy. It mm. was, um, uh, what more can you say? The, the mm. Chooks' last try was a nightmare with the whole, uh, you know, players not knowing the rules of the game they're playing. Right. Um and you know, taking the ball when the short kickoff didn't go ten meters, and yep. Naden, who's been fantastic all year, just eyes lit up, took the ball before it had crossed the yep. the threshold, yep. and, and it had was to allowed cross. to go. 
Hadn't broken the plane. Hadn't broken the plane of the 40-metre line, the vertical plane. And uh, he got penalised for it, and the Roosters scored off the penalty. So it was pretty exciting. What was interesting about that is they did one of those coaches surveys things on the Fox League show, The Fan Dennis, which you said you were going to be on. And every week I tune in <laughs> and, you know, I get well, nothing. Apparently, I'm going to promo it here. Next week is the art episode of The Fan. Right, so so uh, you're definitely not on next week. So I'm on, I'm on next week with uh, Rugby League the Musical and also Stephen Russo with his, uh, you know, with his artworks, with uh, his, uh, his texture colour, his texture pictures. Oh, right, I'll rate his socks off. If there are two teams that don't connect, and, and, and I did notice that... Uh, uh, Lindy Morrison from the go-between said, I had to sit through the footy uh, because of my, my stepdaughter or my uncle or my niece or whatever, you know, and I said, nothing wrong with that. It's all culture. It's all Sydney, you know. They can work together. And now, do you see yourself more on the art side as a cultural thing or more on the sports side, Dennis? I see myself a little like TV Cotter. Bringing the two together. An unraveling Mobius strip. <laughs> no, more than I, I bring the two together, but no one turns up. I tell you up. what, you never miss Lindy Morrison <laughs> if she's in an event. That's all I can you say. You no, really no. don't miss her. So anyway, I'm a fan. from Margaret Whitlam, you never used to miss. <laughs> now, what do you think of TV Cotter Bridge, by the way, Chris? Love it. Uh, it, well, wonder. it's the gateway to the Hall of Shame when we yeah. build the pyramid <laughs> yeah. in which there's we a, put... There's a, there's a plot. That's right. We put Mal Meninga in the sarcophagus <laughs> and for future generations to uncover what our great game once was. Can we was. just ask, do either of you know who Tibby Cotter was? Cricketer? <laughs> oh, he was a cricketer. Yeah. Turn of the century, early 1900s. One of those guys used to bowl on a cat. Why him? Because it's a funny name? What does it cross? It crosses Anzac Parade. He, yeah. he passed away at the Charge of the Light Horse, the Battle of... of um, Bathsheba right. in 1917. Right. It's like so, the Rubicon, is it? <laughs> so, well, yeah, it is. The charge of the light horse, he, he perished there. He was yeah. a stretcher bearer, but he was in the charge. And he was a cricketer. Yeah. And he actually played in a famous wartime test match between Australia and England troops. So, you know, it's a great piece of history having his name. It's a shame it's such a... Several generations <laughs> great. Several, used. Eventually. It'll, it'll get used. Yeah. Several generations great uncle of mine, Charles Dalton, was also in the charge and survived. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, my father. My father is enormously proud of that. Uh, But I haven't got to my point yet. But I did think of it as as I drove out to to Penrith on Friday. I did pass the uh, the the monument to the light horse under the um, the big interchange there and the uh, or the M4. That's not the Meccano set, is it? No, it's it's a Meccano set. But there's all the all the the (laughs) orange poles poles, lined up, and they have little fruity things on top. Yes, and and it's named something. What's it? It's it's got an actual sort of stretch. It's the Light Brigade Memorial, Isn't Light, that, Light Horse Memorial, Memorial Drive, Drive or Road and Cutler sort of mentioned, I think. Oh no, that's the, the, no. I went. I was out heading out to Ingleburn to call some wrestling the other right. day, yeah. and it's it's the it's the Cutler VC Exchange. There you go. That, oh, the Road and Cutler. Oh, that's 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 where the big triangle mount is. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. And I grew up in the street that Road and Cutler's brother lived in. No way. Oh, there you go. And his you're son played rugby union for Australia. How about that? You everywhere. And, and who would you get to design the Hall of Shame, Chris? What shape would it take? A would it be like? And I now like to call it the big tuna, which is uh, the Packers thing. Yeah. Not not the uncircumcised penis, as well, many people have. There's know. a few people calling it the gherkin. The gherkin. Well, oh, yeah, London's got a gherkin. Some people take the gherkin off. Some people like <laughs> yeah, the, the gherkin. The gherkin is the shard. What shape would you like for the Hall of Shame to do? How would you like it designed? No, well, who would I get? i get Molly Meldrum's architect. <laughs> because whoever's designed the Egypt Egyptology yeah, theme yeah, 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 yeah. that runs through Molly's house, yeah. I really want to see it's our version, yeah. and it's not literal, yeah. but it's our version, an Australianisation yeah. of the Great Pyramid. Of course. Wow. Of course. And wouldn't, I, Ma- I, wouldn't Mal look great dressed up? Oh, terrific. Have either of you seen the Canberra <laughs> Owl sculpture? No. No. Okay. Google the Canberra Owl. Yeah. There's debates as to whether it's an owl or a phallus. They're talking about sculptures while we're on this. 
and culture. Well, rugby league and arts. You know you how know? there's this back, you know, this thing about uh, ex-slave traders, etc., and pull the statue down and paint over it. And James Cook was no good. Blah blah blah. And John Graham, the the MP pushing for live music to be, you know, fully supported by Band. the like, hey, he's full, could be fully, fully banned. No, What's supported. It? No, he's oh, on, on oh. the Labor side and he's pushing oh, the government to stump yeah. up basically. He's nominated a few musicians to have their statues made. What Bond local... Sc- mu- Bond Scott. Well, Bond, well, the- oh, he's got one in Perth. Got one in Fremantle. But, yeah, yeah. You know, sorry, Fremantle. He mentioned Jonathan Schwartz, jazz bass player extraordinaire. <laughs> now, people would go, Timmy Cotter? A lot of people wouldn't go, but, but putting a jazz bass player, double bass player on a statue, I mean, I, I mentioned him the other night and he went, what, really? Was, <laughs> was he in the Don Burroughs Quartet or Galapagos <laughs> Duck? <laughs> He's much younger than that. Or is he in the next? I mean, you know, my, my Australian Thorpe? jazz knowledge is patchy. Would you, put, would you put Billy Thorpe up? Mm. Yeah, in, I put him up. Yeah. In the, I put him up in the cross yeah. where Surf yeah. City was. Yeah, yeah. Surf City. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, where that Billy? new hotel is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Hutchins would be a well, popular built. choice. Yeah, that's happening. Where's he been built? North Shore somewhere. Where apparently Rhett, the brother, said he spent a lot of time playing in the bush here and this suburb here. And Hubble the council, diggers. Must be the council paid for it over there. And they took it away from Melbourne because Melbourne wanted to build it. You're went, kidding. What, what is, what, what is wrong what with is Melbourne? What is it with them? They're just yeah. thieves. They're, They're like the Romans to the Greeks. They just steal everything. <laughs> I'm, I'm never getting back to my point that was on the fan. <laughs> I, I remember what it was. But, <laughs> Please tell but, us. But the point probably, the fan. probably it's time for Helen Reddy, surely. Yeah, yeah. Ah, Helen Reddy. Yeah. Can, can I just give my... my Helen Reddy, like... To, a, a girl I went to university with has made the movie for Stan, Andrew Moon. Yeah. So I'm, I am woman. I'm definitely going to give it a watch, particularly now that Helen's left us. But... I love acceptance speeches at awards that go wrong, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Paul Mack thanking all the ecstasy dealers <laughs> at the uh, Arias or whatever they were called. Was in he those with Sam days. Burgess? <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll come to that. Uh, um, uh, when George C. Scott won it for Patton, mm. and I think it was Goldie Hawn went, oh, my God, the winner is George C. Scott, mm. right? And, of course, uh, a representative of the Native American community went up and didn't Marlon accept the, the award on his behalf. Marlon Brando did that. Was it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Just George C. Scott just didn't turn up at all. No, no, it was Brando's award. Right. Because so he was a big supporter of the... Uh... And, and, and what was Brando for? The Godfather? Maybe. Yes. Right. Yes, yeah. But when Helen Reddy won the Grammy yeah. for well, the did. record of the year. She gave her speech and she goes, and finally I'd like to thank God because she made it all possible. Oh, oh yes. Good that is yeah. magnificent. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Wish I'd say that. And, and I always thought <laughs> if I ever won an award, which let's face it, I'm never going to, I do an anthology of all those things, mm. you know, like you love me, you really love me and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and then say, and I'd like to thank all the ecstasy dealers all around Australia. You yeah. love me, you yeah. really love me. There's a couple of car crashes, aren't there? There was one woman, African-American, that just wandered. She just wandered and just, you know, spatial dimension stuff, you know. Well, well, and, and then if you go into the murky waters of great fails in yeah. presenting history, yeah. oh. Mike Cole from the Mod Squad, who was hammered at the Logies <laughs> and got up and just mumble, 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 and the only thing you heard was, oh, shit. Like this. Well, then there was the, at, at the ARIA Awards, a certain Bernard Fanning received an award. Yeah. No, he had to give an award, yeah. and it went to, who's that precocious boy? Um Catch my disease. Ben Lee. Ben Lee. Went to Ben Lee. Oh, and and yeah. Bernard Fanning clearly was not a fan. <laughs> and he had to present the award. And, and live on Channel V, the, the deceased and much missed Channel V, uh, at, who were at the awards. Was Andrew, was Andrew V from Channel G presenting? <laughs> That's the one. Andrew V has turned up and gone, so, you know. <laughs> and Osha has put a little bit of honey in the pot and gone, so how was that presenting the award to, you know, what were your thoughts you on Ben Lee? <laughs> And Bernard Fanning has gone live on ca- camera. Oh, he's a precocious little 
Carmichael Hunt. <laughs> I, I never saw that. That's great. I instantly forgave him yeah. for anything he'd ever done and loved Bernard Fanning from that moment on. And, yeah. and can you ever forget Bert Newton with Muhammad Ali <laughs> yeah, yeah, on yeah. stage? Boy, boy. I yeah. like the boy. What'd you call me, Roy? <laughs> yeah. And Bert genuinely yeah. was no unaware of what he'd of done. Of course, of course. Do you, do you want to see me pivot this back to the football game yes. on, on Friday night? Yeah. I want to see when, you pivot it back to the fan. When, when, <laughs> what happened at the fan? <laughs> well, Robert, they asked all the coaches, what, ah, that was it. what do they hate most about, you know, uh, things happening on the football field and Robbo said players who don't know the rules. Bang, we're and back to Naden yes. picking up the ball right. that hasn't made 10 and, metres. And, you know, ironically... Isn't the, that why refs are there? Sorry? Isn't that why the ref is there? <laughs> yeah, well, well, clearly. So, it, oddly enough, he was a beneficiary of Brent Noden not knowing the rules. But my other pivot back was when Ben Lee was going out with Claire Danes. Oh, of course, yeah. They used to go to the coffee shop Gusto in Hall Street, Bondi, next yeah. to my friend JR who had a shop that, there called and the that's, that's where Jason Donovan collapsed. Fell over, famously. <laughs> it all happens at Gusto's, right? And you know what? He was coming to our party uh, over the road at Shonky. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Well, so my we friend JR know. had the shop of Bode next door, which is now yeah, across the road. Early, I think. And where did I watch the Roosters in Penrith on Friday night? At my my friend JR's place. Right. Yes. And he's a Roosters fan. So we really went through the 12 steps. Like, you know, <laughs> as did all the underdogs. Yeah. All the underdogs jumped out by Came two tries right. in every yep. game. And then, so we went from uh, buoyancy and hopefulness through to concern, fear, mm. panic, outright anger. Yes. At one stage, he called Sutton, he called him a Michael Luckin cheat <laughs> and a Carmichael Hunt. <laughs> And I asked him 30 seconds later, do you believe any of that? Do, he they, goes, get, do, they, do they get percentages on this royalties? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then in the last 10 minutes as the Roosters bravely yeah. came back. Bravely, yeah. Looking for positives. Yeah. Oh, well, this will happen next week, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And I think you could describe every loser, every underdog this week as brave, resilient and beaten. Mm. Yeah. And in Parramatta's case, according to their coach, Brad Arthur, Dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the first time I think uh, the Roosters have had, for living memory, had to go on through every step of the final series. It, well, for a long time. And mm. like, I think uh, no, greater, no greater authority than your former broadcast partner, Brett Oten. Ah, yes. Has pointed out in the, t in the two premierships <laughs> over the course of the campaign, I think of three games each in the yeah. last two years. Yeah. The Roosters conceded three tries and four tries. Yeah. They coughed up five. Right. In the one. But it's pretty emblematic of every game. 60 points per game, the oven bell wreaking its havoc. That's entertainment. Yeah, apparently. So how, my experience, when I went to Canberra, where you weren't there. I wasn't able to be there. No, yeah. 9,000 people. You could feel it. You could feel that, that there was a bit of an effort. How was the clap? Did the clap feel like a clap? Did it yeah, reverberate it, you, around you know the stadium? You, look at it, you know when they take a photo of Bondi Beach during COVID times, it looks like really crowded because they're yep. doing it that way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've noticed that they've had the shots across the ground. Across the ground. So, so it looks jam-packed. Yeah, the yeah. same with the claps. So you don't really notice all the, all the empty seats. Yeah. You could feel the lack of noise um, and there was a lot of G-app necessary to sort of bring the atmosphere back to what we, we all know yeah. what is, uh, you know, finals footy atmosphere. Um, but I really thought, you know, there was a lot of anxiety in the audience. I could feel the... You know when when fans sour. Oh yeah. The, you know the Raiders fans were going, oh shit, this is no good. We've you know? been there before. We've had the Sharks beat us before in yes. Canberra. We've yes. had Michael Ennis doing the Viking doing clap. We're, we're, yeah. Every four years, the Raiders play the Sharks yeah. in this exact and they, game. And the Sharks looked on fire the first half. I mean, yeah, they did. Really and it's been Sharks, Raiders, Sharks, now Raiders. So we've we've alternated. You've done it. So right. there was stats on our side saying we're going to win this because <clears> it's the fourth year cycle. Right. But there was a lot of nerves. Yeah. I was pretty unhappy. Yeah, I heard you guys didn't say. play well. I have well, to confess I didn't see the game. Uh, look, I think you're not giving enough credit to the other boys. You're wearing them on your shoulder. Mm, yeah, I know. You well, know, a lot they, of New Zealand Jets are represented. Wasn't a six, six or eight? Yeah, six or eight, I think. Of the, the last year's as, grand final. As uh, John Morris highlighted, 
a lot of inexperience, not many 50 gamers out there. Mm. And a Kabuki haircut as well. Yeah, Toby Rudolph. Uh, but but uh, look, I think there was just a general concern that you go, oh, not the Sharks, we couldn't lose the Sharks. But there was a key moment, wasn't there, Dennis, with players not knowing the rules? There was the most beautiful moment. There was one of the most... It was it was confluence. Worlds came together and justice was served. Just it was like Judge Dredd came in guns blazing when Can't Jackie wait. Boy Whiten was held down in a tackle because Profita was trying to rip the ball off him, yep. and he went on a bit long. And so um, Joey Atkins has gone six again, and then he's kept on with it after the six again has been gone, and he's rolled Jack over. What can you do? And held him down. Penalty. He's like, that's a penalty now. Yeah, yeah. now it's discretionary a penalty. Discretionary, yeah, and so can. he's blown a penalty. Mm. Wade Graham has gone, no, 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 challenge. Now, what was he challenging? Because yeah. there was no question that he, A, held him down, B, yeah, was trying to reach the, the ball, video hands for? on the ball. It was like, what are you challenging? And discretionary. And discretionary. Yeah. So by the rules, it actually can't be challenged. But can't anyway, be challenged, no. <laughs> Jackie Boy looks... My players are on side, taps the ball, runs forward, scores a try. I mean, Favita's yeah, yeah. walking backwards, going yeah. challenge with his back to the play. They're yeah. all doing that. They're but all they're... now 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 we get to the so scored a try and the sharks blew up deluxe, yeah. as the vernacular <laughs> would have it. And Wade Graham Special uh, Edition Deluxe. <laughs> Wade Graham had a big go at Joey Atkins, who under enormous pressure of a very angry and large human standing right in his grill, <laughs> he's gone three things. One, I called six again. Two, I gave a penalty. And it was discretionary penalty. It can't be challenged. Three, they were all on side. They're 20 metres out. He could tap the ball. Nothing has gone wrong here. Can I say to you two, though, how often have you gone, you know, oh, they've just done the quick run and not tap penalty, and then they get pulled back? And you go, yes, why? Because, because if, if there's a player, one of his players has run through and gone in front, they can't do it. Correct. And the referee has or, to be behind it as well. Or if you're the inside the 10. Right. Or if you're inside the 10. Well, inside but, the 10, I yes, didn't know that. Yes, but funnily enough, wow, why is that? the 10 metres are from the line because, you know, inside, so you can't be back a full yep. 10. Yep. But funnily enough, you know who asked that question, Stephen? Who? Gus Gould. Did so you and Gus Gould are on the same page. Now, did but, you? But, but boys, but boys, 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 <laughs> this is where it gets beautiful. Okay, Judge because comes in, in 2018, you may recall a game at Shark Park where the Raiders <laughs> were two points down. The Raiders, it was all even. And Ricky McFarlane, the touch judge, has put his flag up yeah. and the Raiders players have stopped. And then That's the Sharks fine. have yeah. scored. Yeah. Now, one of the, the, one of the many Katoas scored, correct? One of them. When the flag goes up, it's the same as a whistle. Yeah. It stops game play. Off. Yeah. So the Raiders players have stopped and the Sharks have scored. Yeah. And everyone's saying, oh, play the whistle, play the whistle, play the whistle. No, no, no. In fact, Redfern, Pat, has had a go at me. Oh, play the whistle, play the whistle. <laughs> Not knowing that the flag being up, this is Redfern, that Pat is the whistle. Rules, flag being up yeah. is, is the whistle. Yeah. Now, I didn't notice Wade Graham walking up to the referee, Jerry Sutton. Jerry, excuse me, Jerry. I know you're going to go upstairs, but you need to look at the touch judge because he raised his flag so the Raiders stopped. Had he done that, yeah. I would say, poor Wade Graham, it's, it's really unfortunate that he had his back turned. And was re- now I'm saying, suffer in your jocks, Wade Graham. Enjoy it. Revel in it because yeah. you yeah. have the opportunity to write history and you t- you're on the wrong it's, side of it. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. And you've been knocked out of the semis because of it. Sharks on your shoulders and all. And, <laughs> and if I may, in the same game, at the same moment as Jack Grant Atkins was going upstairs to check the try to make sure he'd tap the ball and that everyone was on side, um, he had an ad- additional thing. He's like... He was talking to Horse Maxwell. And he goes, oh, Jared, Jared. At which point Jared Croak is, like, surprised, comes over and goes, oh, no, not you, Jared Maxwell. <laughs> and he's saying that Graham karmically balanced out of the origin squad as well as a result of what happened two years ago? Well, it's quite possible. It's what, quite possible. What was your best song? What was your biggest impact? What, what, you go, you know what, I nailed it there. Yeah. 
Can I give me five minutes? Well, well, we could have a break. I can, yeah. I can go for another piece of history. I was, think about that. Okay. Yeah. Can, can I go? Uh, May the 7th, 1995, North Sydney Oval. Eddie Ward is a referee. The Raiders were down 18-0 at halftime against the poor old Bears. Halfway through, I was there with several mates, and we were, well, we were full flat, all, all sails to the wind. Right. Drunk. And at half time, we were going 18 nil. It's not enough. You know, it's not enough, Bears fans. You need it to be 20 nil up, and you're only 18 nil up. Halfway through the second half, still 18 nil. Oh. There's a penalty 20 metres out. Laurie Daly gets the ball, looks at Eddie Ward, points at the goalpost, and says, Can I tap and go? And Eddie oh. Ward says, You're pointing at the post. And Laurie said, It was like biblical. Three times before the cock crowed, he said, but can I tap and go? And Eddie said, yes, but you are pointing to the post. So, okay, I want to tap and go. Okay, you can. Tap, go, score. Uh, you've lost me there. Why was he tapping at the... Why was He He was creating an impression in the, the defence yeah. that, the, oh, he's going to take the penalty. So the Bears are all walking he's, over they're behind relaxing. the post. He's deceived them, Steve. He's a trickster. And yeah. so Laurie yeah. went and scored. Yeah. And then Jason Taylor was arguing from the kickoff. Wow, that's great. And the great. Raiders scored again. Yeah. <laughs> they won 20 to 18. It was wow. one of the most beautiful yeah. games in my life. At the so glorious I'm, grounds of North Sydney Oval. So I'm pulling in the... Laurie Daly, Jack yeah. Whiten. Yeah, I'm yeah. making the comparison. Yeah, yeah, People yeah. have made it before, and I've yeah. gone, oh, I'm, I'm making it now. It's, it's foreign to you because it's the, that sort of duplicitous behaviour would never occur <laughs> no, to yours teams. or my team. No, no, yeah. no. <laughs> now, the, only, the only thing I can mention, and I, and I forgot with, with Lara, uh, was Nathan Fien. When he was, everybody was going, oh, it's going to be the field goal, Jamie Sowd. And he was looking at Jamie's doing that routine, and then he just went, popped over. Oh. Now, that's that sort of trickery, isn't it? Beautiful. By the way. Duplicitous? Yeah. <laughs> just... <laughs> As a side issue, you got a, a happy birthday message from Nathan Blacklock, correct? No, I oh, you got that for your brother, my brother yeah, Mash. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So I watched that. Yeah, and oh, that's right. It was for Mash, mm. and and he went in some detail about that try at Leichhardt Oval. Yes. at the last minute. Yes, can I just simply say about that? Yeah, I was there. You were there. I mean, <laughs> hated we were, that moment. We all in unison, brothers went, "Give it a Blacklock." And sure enough, he did it. The and that's why they did it. The top, and, yeah. and then, of course, it was not just the the flip. Yep. It was the it was the double flip at the end. The double flip. It was good. Could we go to a break? Why not? Yeah, go. <laughs> I'll call the break. Yeah, well, the couple of things that we've seen with these uh, silly elbows at the end, it's just, that's just heat of the moment. You're in the battle, you get, you're fired up. It, it, sometimes it's hard to stop. Hey, fired up. Here we are, Chris, Dennis, and myself, Stephen. Take it away, Chris. So I had a soiree on Saturday night, which is why I, I wasn't there. I know. Well, you were uh, working. Yes. I wasn't there either. No, well, you weren't I, working. I had the night off. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, you, um, you step on a few toes when you observe the rules and only invite 20 people. Yeah. But it's not so much that people go... It's like a wedding. Are you, not, go, uh, yeah, you had a wedding? <laughs> no, no. Just a soiree. <laughs> people aren't offended that, that they've missed out on any of the, of the event. They're just offended you didn't give them the opportunity to be invited, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's been yeah, the thing. Of course, yeah. And so we had a mob and we knew they were hungry, so we had to feed them. Right. And what did you feed them? Well, we not what, Subway, hey, I hope. So, well, are you in the catchment of any of uh, what? What catchments are you in? Uh, for? Well, if we're talking what our dilemma was, we had some finger food and mm. some, some some fruit platter and yeah. and a few sweets or whatever. But it wasn't going to work. That's not going to keep you going. And it occurred to me we're in the catchment area of the Artaman outlet of Doughboy Pizza. Right. Right. Mm. So DoughboyPizza.com.au. Yes. You go online, yeah. and this was like five o'clock in the afternoon, and said, "I need." Six pizzas stat. I need a combination of vegetarian and those with um, meat or seafood on them. Yeah. A combination of gluten-free, spelt-based and original thin and crispy. Wow. And I entered... Not the, one I need. That's right. Yeah. And I need them at 8.30 p.m. Yes, sharp. Exactly. Yeah. And I was smart enough to realise that if I entered the code F-I-R-E-U-P, yes. in other words... That spells fire up. Fire oh, up. Wow. 20% off. Oh, yes. Which I duly received. Yeah. Oh. 
And you know what happened at 8.30 as all 20 people, which was the legal ding number, dong. ding dong, and there they were. And based on Lara Pitt's testimony on this very show last week, you didn't. two cheesy garlic breads And how did they well. go? Sensational. Right. When you said, I need a combination of gluten-free, non-gluten-free, vegetarian, non-vegetarian, etc., etc., did you leave them to make the combination or did you tailor your own? We sit- consulted. You consulted. Yeah, yeah, consulted online and we yeah. came to the perfect arrangement. And... And that is ham and pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> or pineapple. <laughs> yeah. We remember our testimonial last week from Johnny Keldolas. He says, we're 53 ingredients and for my family, we need two ham and pineapple. <laughs> so they were delicious. They were uh, thoroughly consumed, enjoyed. It was money well spent. And for the next three weeks, if you go online and simply order using the code FIREUP, yep. you'll go into the draw to join us on our grand final rap show here on Fire Up Quite Australia. So does that mean you might be joining us? <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, I, I would like to win, but I've, I've actually, you know, employees dot, dot, dot. You'll join us here at the Batuta Advocate Studios. You might meet a couple of the Batuta Advocate boys. They said mm-hmm. they'd be around. We'll enjoy some. Do they do, they do stand up? Uh, well, I think they're just yeah. happy to yeah. to be in the moment. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, and we'll enjoy some Doughboy pizza together, yeah. and we'll hear your views mm. about the rugby league season. Yeah, can we ask? With as the, you can get sick of hearing our views with with your party. So you organise the nourishment. Yes. At eight thirty, how long did it kick on for? So how long did the nourishment last? How yes. long did the energy how from the good pizzas? Was how, that day boy? How, how, how functional was it, Chris? When did you kick the last yeah. straggler out? Well, and look, I do have to acknowledge that daylight saving did have an impact. Six a.m. Dennis. Six a.m. The pizzas kept going to six. And can I tell you, at eight fifteen, yeah. the party was a train wreck. Oh, yeah. People yeah. were not talking to each other. They were huddling in their little. Were they angry? Well, I think they were. They were certainly blood stamping his foot. Blood sugar was a big issue. Yeah. And, and, you know, seriously, the, the box is open and the party just began. Yeah. Chris, I know that feeling. I did a party once up at uh, Bondi Golf Club for, um, and I've forgotten her name, the, the, the woman who did the design, Lizzie Dibbing, Gardner, who did the design. Is the sewage pipe in it? Yeah, the yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, knockabout sort of place, you yeah. know, and it was then, I'm sure it still is, um, you know, the Oscar winner, Academy Award winner for costumes. Oh, yes. And um, there was a number of performers and singers and nothing was going, nothing was going to generate any action. I don't think Doughboy existed then. That was right. the problem. Right, right. Um, 20 years ago. But they hired Elizabeth Burton. Has anybody heard of Elizabeth Burton? It sounds familiar. She's a legendary, she was the, the famous stripper, what, what, the great stripper that went to Vietnam to perform for the troops to so gee him up a little bit. Um, and Fire him up a, a, a performance bit. artist, I would call her. And the thing that she did on the floor just generated so much excitement <laughs> amongst women and men. I'm not talking sexuals, you know, I'm talking, oh my God, what's going on here? Party, instant, starter. Are you confessing <laughs> that your music was not getting it going? <laughs> my music didn't do the trick. <laughs> I well, tried everything. Yeah. Have you tried getting your gear off and writhing <laughs> on the floor? Maybe that again. <laughs> uh, look, let's talk, let's, 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 let's get in the sewer, shall we? Right, let's get down there. I've got some chills, chills running through my system. Mm. I watched Melbourne on the weekend. Ooh. Ooh. Man, something, you know, you know, we joke about HG and Roy, angry pills. Yes. They've got the angry pills in them. They've Brutal. stepped up to another level. Brutal, they are fired clinical, up, I've got to say, yeah. Brutal, clinical, Horrifying. efficient. I mean, that little, that little, that Smith, yeah. Brandon Smith. Brandon Smith. He was all over everybody. All over yeah. everybody. I mean, unstoppable force. And I'm, I'm, I'm afraid. Very afraid. Can you see them winning the whole thing? I can. Really? Yeah. In one game, I just saw it. Yeah. They are another level. Despite what Volantis has done, changed the fabric of the game yeah. and we still end up in the same place. Yeah. Storms as premiers. And can I just say what exemplifies Storm better than anything we've ever seen, and even including it was a setup, it just says, it says everything. Brandon Smith walking off the field, caught on camera by a mate, stealing candy from a child. 
a lollipop. A lollipop. A no. lollipop. That's right. And I'm worried. What I'm worried about. Have you heard about Chuppa Chup recently? In these, what have they done? They made them smaller. Have you know who they? designed the logo on Chuppa Chup? Oh, no, like, don't have a crack at this. There's oh, someone, right? someone from the Reg Mombasa. Uh, no. Like, no? Uh, uh, Robert Crumb. No, Salvador Dali. Oh, Salvador yeah. Dali. He was friends with the guy who owned the company and said, I can't quite get the packaging right and the brand right. Give me a napkin. Designed it on the spot. Boom. And what, they changed the brand? No, they've kept it. They've Salvador kept it. Dali. They've Every chuppa chup is Dali. Whereas. <laughs> and he twirled his moustache and went away. Whereas, and this, this came to light at our soiree. Have you seen what they've done to the Freddo Frog? <laughs> no. They've, they haven't. Well, well they, they have. <laughs> so basically... It is now it's smaller. No, no, it's 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 a thick uh, uh, entity, so it's hollowed out. Inside it are these little, they're sort of like pop rock candy without the pop. Yes, right? pop rock. So candy. it's like a kind of surprise situation. You eat the hollow frog, yeah. and in there are these little bits of candy. That, it's, yeah. it's disgraceful. Yeah. Surely okay. that's just one variety, though. Surely that's well, not the way it was announced. They're going. This is the way it's got to be. Before I get back to Brandon Smith, um, if you were having your favourite food item as a sponsor, Dennis, above and beyond Doughboy, what would it be? Boy. Okay, Chris, you um, go first. <laughs> Think about it, Dennis. Food item. Mm. Are you talking branded or just just generally? You, you trust that brand, and you go to get that product from that brand. I don't mean just a hamburger, or you know, I mean a particular version. Well, I mean, I'm not saying Tetsuya's either. Right? Yeah, I don't know. Chiquito <laughs> pops into my Chiquito, <laughs> really? I enjoy a good Chiquito. Yeah. Well, I like a chomp actually. It's coffee. Chomp. I'd probably say coffee. Coffee. Right. Well, if it's a branded coffee, have you got a particular favourite? Oh, I like I like to buy local Withams Withams from Hornsby. What about Single O? One of the sponsors of the FBI Ooh, have supported drive this Single year. Single O, yeah. yeah. Mm. I'll give them a crack. Hague's chocolate for me. Is that right? I love Hague's. Is that right? It's quality chocolate. Yeah. Made in South Australia. Been running for like nearly a decade now. I mean, when Boys. we talk about the Freddos, you sort of lament the uh, the changing of the brands, and there was controversy last night on Media Watch about what appear to be almost paid advertisements for the Violet Crumble on various news services yeah. when it was Hoadley's, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and the Freddo Frogs were McRobertson's. Yeah. I think they're now part of the, Can- the Cadbury, Cadbury complex. Yeah. But Which I used is to South love... Africa, isn't it? Sorry? South Africa? Cadbury? I think so. Yeah. Was that Nestle? I thought I always feel English, but you know. English will do. But it's yeah. just it's just those loss of those iconic brands. I like yes, when we yeah. were, when it was Rosella tomato sauce. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Full-blooded. Yeah. 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 So I reckon the problem was this kid was waving the wrong brand and it was, it was clashing against one of the Melbourne Storm sponsors. Sponsors, yeah. So Brandon Smith had to yeah, You could see it. straight away. Yeah, it was on he's, camera. He's very commercially minded, Brandon Very. He's all well, over everything. The, the exact circumstances of this, yeah. and this shows... Oh, are you going to shock me here? Well, this is the level yeah. of Ignorance. Know, malfeasance <laughs> that defines the storms. The actual circumstances that they were heading to the team bus from the Novotel up on the bubble in the Sunshine Coast, yep. which I guess was just a shuttle to the stadium. It wouldn't be a long trip, would it? And so that you've got a larger well, be a good hour, I reckon. What Maybe. from from where they're staying to the Sunshine, Sunshine Coast, Coast Stadium? Sunshine Coast to oh no, not to the stadium. No, no. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, I so you were talking about Lang Park because they've got the larger bubble audience. That Melbourne got this concession. They got about 160 yeah. people in the bubble. And when they travel, is it like a mobile bubble? Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah, it's just the, the, yeah. <laughs> the whole bus is wrapped a up. Yeah, it dome. Yeah, it's exactly moving, right. Moving. It's true. It's, it's <laughs> a logistical fit. Yeah, I think that was actually a plot line on the Thunderbirds once, and suddenly the, it came off its hinges. But so the, the extended families are in the bubble to support the storms, you know, and as, as we said, they've had things. They've like, got to know each other well, haven't they? It's like Bellamy Burger Night on Thursday. Are you telling me like no that. one's hit upon anybody else's wife? Well, <laughs> you're telling me that? Surely that's going to come out. <laughs> 
that with uh, the ramifications. Dennis is looking. No, they're thinking. all robots. They're all robots. <laughs> that's, that's not going to happen. Asexual. So, yeah. so the broad <laughs> family. It's Stepford wives yeah. and Stepford players. <laughs> yes, exactly. So there's no. There's, there's no. There's no genitals. The, the, raw, the, the broad family formed a little guard of honour for the players they get on the bus actually coming out of the Novotel. This the is which family? The, the broad family. Oh, the broad the family. There. Yeah. So. This this is the actual circumstance when it happened. Because they're the only people allowed down there. Correct. Of course. In the bubble, right? Yeah. So have a guess who the kitty who had the lollipop stolen was. Connected to somebody important. Yes. Dennis? Well, I know. So I'm well, you know guess. how I know who it was. Have a guess, was, even though you know. He was, but you know, have a guess. I'd, I'd, I'd guess. I'd guess it was probably one of Bellamy's grandchildren. No, you got that wrong. No, no, <laughs> yeah, it, it was. We saw him before smashing his fist against the wall, right? <laughs> <laughs> Little kid. So it was one of Bellamy's grandkids, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the extent of the how evil of Bellamy? the man. Bellamy's turning 64 in two years' time, so by Grand inference. Grandkids. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm surprised you haven't got a couple floating around. <laughs> <laughs> better, better do some cheese. Not that he knows of. <laughs> and. And so the block of cheese, Brandon Smith was on 100 percent footy the last night. The block of cheese, yeah, yeah. yeah. and he, hectic cheese. He mentioned <laughs> that he, you know, he sort of got belly ache outside by doing this, but right. it's all so sweet it was now. A, it was a little g up, right? Yeah. So within three minutes of that interview concluding, the Storm have sent Channel Nine the video mm. because they're happy to show that that's the caliber of human being <laughs> that they're developing <laughs> in this. And if you're looking for a, if you're looking for a successor for Lucifer himself. Yeah, yeah. Don't look much further yeah. than Brandon Smith. And is this what they call humour in Melbourne? Yes. Yeah, is I, it really just taking a lot of I mean, the pop? kid was in tears. Really? Because he, he, oh, yeah. he wasn't in on it, was he? Yeah. And, and I tell you what, I don't yeah. think it was Brandon Smith's personal campaign against tooth decay. No, the, the, no. And the video I saw did have it put against Simon and Garfunkel's Hello Darkness, My Old Friend. And you see the child's face. <laughs> Hello Darkness. Oh, oh yeah. man, oh, man. Anyway, yeah. I'm very afraid about that. Now, listen, um, um, you did go to Penrith. Yes, went to the Riff. Uh, I, I, there was a there was a sense of an emptiness of a, a, a loss of atmosphere, a vacuum, a black hole, so to speak. No, Sonny Bill Williams. Yeah, look, mm. honestly, didn't really notice. Oh, come didn't on. really notice. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 I, I had it hadn't even occurred to me until right. today that he hadn't until I saw notes that he hadn't played right. because the game was so. Exci- the, it would have been too fast for the old boy. Well, the extent of the deceit from the Roosters, right? So. Not only are they saying that he's out with a supposed neck injury, and I said hello neck to Troy Voltaren. Yeah, like the fact that he's not there mm. is you know conflating the fact that yeah. it must be a serious yeah, yeah. neck injury. Yeah. It's, to, it's to hide the fact that he's been stone yeah. cold dropped. Is that the best their spin doctors could come up? It's with? the best they could do. It's the best they could do. Right. Yeah. And and again, in, in the AFL, they have a, a condition known as general soreness. <laughs> and the general turns up and people are dropped because of general oh, soreness. Jake Friend. What's he? Oh, uh, he must be suffering. Surely. Yeah, his, his, traps, oh, his traps are oh, gone. Oh, oh, I, I, I forgot it. about Melbourne and their cramps. <laughs> Hello. Oh, we'll come to that. We'll come to that. I, I, love, I love American sports reporting, you know, he's suffering from flu-like symptoms mm. or a general contusion you is another one. You can't say that anymore, can you? No. Mm. Well, not in this post-COVID <laughs> environment. But, like, we on Friday, Dennis, reflected about how upsetting it would have been for kids all around Australia in their non-uni bet, Sonny Bill Williams jerseys yeah. to wake up to hear he wasn't in the, playing. In their select music, select Sonny music, Bill. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they were, they were, they're devastated. But for them to be able to tune in on Fox or Channel Nine and not see him sitting in the players' enclosure, so it was the ultimate insult. Yeah, it's yeah, a whole lot of yeah. people with red buttons worn out, going, "Where, where, where, is, where, is, he? where is he? Where is he hitting yeah. the red button on Fox?" And I got to tell you, once again, the the strangled cat scream sound of the set restart that shocked me the other day. Being there again, oh my god! I mean, what what <laughs> do, you know, Auschwitz sort of refugee came up with that sound as an idea to attract everybody's attention. You know what I mean? It is the worst upon worst. You know who did it? Who did it? <laughs> he did too. To him, that's that's <laughs> music. It's, it's handled. Like, you know, there are two issues here. First of all, there's the sound itself, yeah. right? Which I, you know, 
haunts me. Yeah. But Bank West particularly seems to stand out because they've, you know, state of the art acoustics. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, it, it yeah. slices through my cerebellum. I mean, well, what was the volume like down in Canberra? Yeah. Still cold. It's pretty loud. The volume, I got to say, and you know, this, you know, the, the tech guy obviously wants to make it stand out above everybody else, as if anybody can hear. But you and I both know that that even those little things. Or when you're in Japan, you cross the street, you often have pretty noises or sometimes, uh, is it, it's not raindrops, it's something very similar. But your, your ears automatically go, oh, that's, that's interesting. You don't need to have a cat being strangled. Or what, what do you call it? Well, I said it's a combination uh, of, you said ch- a, a cat being kicked. Oh, yeah. Fingernails uh, down, by the Stewart, fingernails down the blackboard right. and feedback from Eddie Van Halen in 1981. Right. No, that was a pretty sound. 81. It's the 90s. When he came back in the 90s, he was playing Jump Along with a DAT tape, and they had the DAT tape machine switch to 48, but the DAT was actually 44K. Is this a true so story? It was, this is a true story. So the backing, the keyboard backing, is, a, is half a semitone sharp. So he's trying to play along. You can't tune half a semitone. So Eddie's playing his guitar going, what the hell? The bass player could hardly hear it. So he's just there rocking. <laughs> Drummer doesn't know. And you can see that um, it was when David Lee Roth came back. Well, he's, and David I, Lee Roth is trying to pitch... <laughs> do I pitch off the keys? Do I pitch off the guitar? Dennis, I had a, I had a friend's band years and years ago, and they were a joke band, right? And the, one of their great tricks, they, they never you never know what was going to happen was <laughs> they wouldn't tell the singer. At a certain point, they got to change the key. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they go into the chorus, and he was ready to hit the note, and he'd go, you pack of mongrels. <laughs> I, I, had, I had it happen in playing, funnily enough, at a Raiders presentation night. I had a band, um, and Wayno, hey, Wayno, Wayno was playing bass, and Wayno was on a little riser at the back, and... We'd played the show and it was supposed to finish mm. and the Raiders have come up and gone, can you guys play for like another hour? And we're like, oh, sure, we can. Yeah, no worries. We'll just have to, but for like, money. we haven't rehearsed. Bar they were going to pay us, but, you know, you've got to pay the staff at the club. And they're like, yeah, should be good. So we started playing and Wayno's going, oh, let's play Slow Train Running. And he, he was going to sing it. Mm. So he's come down the front <laughs> to the centre mic and I've gone up the back to sing backups on his mic. Mm. He's getting pitch off the guitar and the keyboard <laughs> who are playing an E, but he's playing an F. So the bass, I'm sitting at the back going, <laughs> could hear the bass, and he was just rocking. He couldn't care. <laughs> it, was, it was beautiful. It does make a question. Are you Hagar guys or Lee Roth guys? Oh, definitely Lee Roth. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm Hagar. The yeah. greatest showman. He was yeah. probably better musically, but Hagar was all show. Like, yeah, can out. Hagar jump and do aerial splits? Yeah. No, with tassels. Why can't this be love? Yeah. And he is Mr. Dreams, two great songs. He? he really is. He's, he's just big, isn't he? You know. Oh, enormous. Um, where were we, Chris? Well, we're at the football, <laughs> and we're out of Penrith, and you were talking about oh, the no. sounds. Quote, quote. Uh, yes, the sounds. We'll get to that. The Jewel International, Sonny B. Williams, uh, international icon, as you know. Uh, who missed the Tricolours' uh, gripping qualifying final loss to the Panthers because of a neck complaint, was back in training at the SCG on Monday. Uh, it says here he wore a blue shirt, then a pink shirt, and later a green shirt. He moved freely during a warm-up and a series of light drills before the session was closed to the media. No explanation. Ooh. Any thoughts on that, uh, Dennis? Well, I've just been told mm. that he's been selected this week. Um, now, is he in the 13? Is he in the 17? He's on the extended bench? 17. He's in the 17. So he's not on the, he's on the, right. on the actual bench. But has bench. he got a problem with deodorant? I mean, smell? Uh, what, why would he change his shirt three times in a training session? Quite possibly it's a sponsorship thing. Yeah. Um, and he's got to show you know, the range of colours that Benetton gives I'm him. I'm looking at the pictures. No, it's, it's not that. It's all Steggles, straight across the board. It's not that. It's, first of all, Nick Politis. Yeah, it's seen for a reason. Nick, Nick Politis. Sending was, a message. Nick, subliminal. Yeah, Nick Politis was there. Yeah. 
So um, he feels he's got to put Come on a good show. Yeah, start with the blue. And he um, is very nuanced, Sonny Bill. Yeah. So is. those shirts. What's he celebrating with the blue? Look, I think he's. I, th- I think he's. Um, uh, could it be about depression, Bill yeah, Blue? It could be, but I yeah. feel it's optimism. Optimism. Like blue sky. He's, yeah. he's got a bit of blue oh, sky. Yeah, yeah, blue sky dreaming. Yeah, thinking. yeah. yeah. Um, the pink probably um, his commitment to the queer cause. Queer community, think? yeah. Green. He's very ecologically green, conscious. Green. Yeah, yeah. But there's also everything. It's double barrel because yeah. it's also his moods and and basically. Ah. He needs to send out to the coaching staff. Could he get some sort of material that changes colour? Well, like, like with a hyper colour T-shirt. How do you know it wasn't? And remember the mood ring. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. How do you know it wasn't yeah. hyper colour T-shirt that yes. was changing colours? Yes. yes, I'm feeling really passive, like like placid now. So it's Sunny was going Siri. And I'm make it really, blue. I want to cuddle you, pink. Siri, you know, make it pink. Yeah, green. <laughs> Siri, make it. Pink. And it's all data for the battery of uh, uh, coaches that the yeah. Roosters have. Yeah, and so keep. It would be a battery of coaches uh, at the Roosters. Unless, <laughs> unless it's unless they unless he's training to be because blue means you carry the water. Yeah, orange means you the, the, the. Yeah, they must you know, have a so, wayside training shirt. Yeah, get you know. ca- get comfortable being a trainer because that's your future at the Roosters, yeah. Sonny Bill Williams. Put anyway, on, he's back. He's back. Orange shirt. That's the one that. When the ball is charged down and goes downfield to the advantage of the opposition, Travis Turner? Shirt, he's the one who grabs the ball, who runs in the way of it to make sure that uh, yep. the Raiders can't play. See, I can him. remember Travis Turner's lane, but I can't name you the trainer for the Storms this week <laughs> who was able to stop the game with the Eels ah, on yes. a rampage. Silly, silly. What was Suni Vunavalu. Who went down with cramp. I need to draw the referee's attention to the fact that someone here is terribly injured and may need a medical attention. So he hadn't checked him first, right? He was just running on the field. He's actually called it. Yeah. Before he got Before there. Before he got there. He's got some sort of what, you know, depth of field vision that says, I can sense an injury coming up now, 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 now. Referee, stop the game. I, was... I suspect the actual line was, hey, ref, look, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Stop and, it now. And yeah. if you see the ground level camera, there's a Parramatta fan, young bloke, yeah. in the background. He's all over it. He yeah. says, this is a ruse. This yeah. is a G up, etc., yeah. etc. Et right. But. The Storm don't care. They care. They, they, they actually flaunt yeah. it. And, and they sit there and say, this is a ruse, it's a G-up. Yes, it is. We are the Storm. <laughs> you know how people talk about the old the common sense argument, you know? Mm. You know how you can sense something with Storm? That, that people say, explain it to me in facts and stats. You can't. You can't. It's you in can't. your gut. Yeah. You know they're doing something wrong. Yeah. You know they're twisting the rules. They're can, rotting it. Can I, say rotting. One, can I say one thing about serious injuries on the rugby league field, which is something we never want to see? Yeah. But Joey Johns sees them all the time. All the time. If, if we could do a breakdown of his audio, because I did watch the Knights and Rabbits. Yeah. He constantly goes, oh, boy, that looks bad for Adam Reynolds. He's gone down and back play. Oh, Cody Walker, yeah. oh, he's really hobbling. Chris, I think you should have a bit more sympathy for Joey. I think he's a glass half full sort of guy. Right. I think there's concern. It'd be more like half empty, wouldn't it? Half empty. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's done a pick. Like he wants to break the story yeah, of the yeah. guy's got the season-ending injury. injury yeah. Pong has had a shoulder pre-existing. Lucky he does Walk- have powers. Yeah, Walker Reynolds <laughs> played their socks off. Yeah. But Joey is always oh oh he's hobbling he's hobbling. He's hobbling. So yeah, scattergun yeah. principle. If he says it a thousand times, he's going to come, come right. Through, yeah, you know, yeah. And Stop there was clock is right twice a day, etc. And and, and and maybe if we should head to a break. Yeah. But there was one indelible moment towards the end of the South. Speaking of injured players. Mm. Newcastle game, which was when young Damien Cook basically ran the length of the field, right? Yeah. And uh, we had a, a little bit of wisdom yes. pointed out for us from Ray Rabbits Warren. Okay. Damien Cook, fastest beach sprinter in Australia under 15. Damien Cook goes all the way. The former beach sprint champion. He was a beach sprint champion as a kid, was he not? Damien Cook. 
Hey, we're back. Fire up the quiet Australia. Stephen Ferris, Dennis Carnahan, Chris. What's the other guy? The other guy. The that's other right. Guy. Gail. That's right. Yeah. I now I remember. So how could I forget, Chris? Well, many do. Uh, I tell you what was my fa- well, no, it wasn't really my fault. What I really did love was there were two women's games uh, at, at, on the one day at Canberra. It's, yep. They're awesome to watch. I love it. They play old school footy. They do, Heads don't up they? Footy. Yeah, eyes up, they do. Front door, eyes and up. They, they don't play muck around either. They're really intent they to hurt. Wrestle. They, no, don't, they, they don't, don't wrestle. wrestle. They no, they don't wrestle. They don't hold down. They actually just play footy. But, yeah. but you know what hurts is that the whole uh, first round of the NRLW was elevated by the introduction of a couple of the victorious Australian women's rugby sevens players. So Elia Green played on the ring for the Warriors, right. scored a try. Yeah. But Charlotte Caslick for the Roosters mm. yeah. in the number six jersey, outstanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, so she to me, hurt? she's the Stephen Crichton of the NRLW. She's mm. just like like the perfect rugby league. Did she dessert. have her mates yeah. there? Were her mates going Burke? Oh, no, that wasn't Stephen. No, that's Crichton. Charlie. Stanley. And intrig- intriguing enough, you sort of think what body types? What, you know how like now Melbourne have this sort of there's a body type for rugby league. They're all just big and fast. It's not all. Not the block of cheese. He's big. Uh, He's solid. Yeah, that's it. Don't underestimate how big they all are, right? Yeah. And we'll talk about that guy that's gone to the NFL in just a moment, if we mm-hmm. call Chris, because I want to know his stats. Uh, the the notion that the, the the big stronger woman, and particularly the um, Pacific Island women, will dominate. They don't. You know, in the back line, you've got a lot of really, you know, different body shapes for different purposes, just like rugby league was supposed to be. Yes. Mm. I remember the Roosters last year, two years ago, had a winger. Mm. And it was funny watching her during the game. She kind of. She didn't walk very comfortably. Mm. She kind of looked like she was maybe a bit or really funny. Gets the ball, In flight. boom, boom, and yeah. just the 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 length of strike. This is a marvelous. Like the athlete, the mm. head is mm. staying still. The body is just. Yes. And she didn't. She didn't lope. She's floated huh. really quickly yeah, yeah, downfield. Yeah. So the grand final is going to have both. I believe is that right? That's right. Women and men's. Yep. That's great. all there's going to be. There's two That's games. It, two so they just they they play in the four teams play each other once, yeah. and then the. Top two on the table go straight to the grand final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this has been the format for three years, and actually this year has been a bit of a setback because yeah. obviously they're on a on a, a growth trajectory, yeah. and funding became an issue for two of the franchises straight up, and I think the NRL had to intervene. So mm. it hasn't been a great year for mm. the uh, the development of the women's game. So yeah. it needs support mm. in this little window, and I certainly you know I head out to the grand final as you know, yeah. and I make sure that it, I get out. It there would to be catch great if it was on free to air. Yeah. Is it not? Yeah, I thought Channel 9 was running it. They are? Yeah. They did? They yeah. do. Yeah. On oh, Saturday? The, the current games, do you mean? No, yeah. the, the grand final, I assume, will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. current games are. Yeah, the current are? games are on, yeah. Are they? Yeah. You guys are on out there. Saturday, How would you know? On Saturday, on. That's all great. day Saturday, four games. Fantastic. Good on your Channel 9. Oh, they got something right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, where were oh, we? Oh, coaches' boxes. Coaches' boxes, yeah, interesting stuff. Um, well, well, we I, did. I just want to point this out. I was watching, I stayed at home on Saturdays, you know, I was in deep dungeon because I wasn't allowed to go to Canberra because <laughs> travel restrictions. <laughs> and um, so I was watching on the television and Bellamy's, there was, commentators were mentioning, there was something on the, on the window. It looked yeah. like someone had seen it. It happened at the end of the game? Yeah. So the question was, had Bellamy, yeah. had he had a mouthful of cream bun and yeah. going, you're... Yeah. And, and he's tried to wipe it off. That's what and I assumed. Wipe it off. Yeah. The official Melbourne Storm. Oh, it, it happened to be right in between where the camera, you know, camera 
glass Bellamy's mm. face. Mm. It was right in there, so it actually blocked his face. So he had a little height. He didn't have to go to the back of the room just to the swearing corner. Yeah. He could swear at the <laughs> no desk. No one would see him. So no lip readers. But, but there was this, this smear. Yeah. Now, the, the Melbourne Storm have officially said it was a Big Mac thrown from the outside. So, so someone... Uh, are we at Suncor? We're at, we're at Suncor, Lancarp. Okay, because okay, I was entertaining people with Doughboy Pizza. Yeah, you missed it. They didn't play at Sunshine Coast Stadium. They actually hopped on the bus and came yes. down, did they? Okay. They came down. Okay. Did and, they um, sell so McDonald's? I got that wrong before. Stole lollipops. And yeah. Is McDonald's on sale in, internally at Suncor? I don't know. I don't believe it is. Mm. I believe they had their own catering. I don't believe there's mm. Mac. But, but are there. they aware of the IP dispute that was going on between Hungry Jacks and McDonald's? And maybe they were just using, mm. I don't know if pejorative is the right word. So it's a protest, was it? Yeah, but just Big Mac is a general. Yeah. Uh, 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 label for a hamburger. Yeah, yeah. Lower case, no TM. Yeah. Now let me think about this. I actually sat in 2015 in the qualifying final, Roosters v Broncos, with my previously mentioned friend JR, the long-suffering Roosters fan. Who, let's face it, you've won the last two comps. Yeah. So I don't think you should Starting be calling the ref. Don't think you should be calling the ref a cheat. And I, I don't think you should say that you're long-suffering no. when you've won the last two. No, but, but in his mind, he is. You know. And They're that, entitled. Can I say that? Yeah, entitled. Totally much. entitled. <laughs> and so we were up watching that game at Suncor slash Slang Park or wherever you want to look at it. Mm. And we were in front of the Roosters coaching box. The Suncorp. Yes. Anyway. Yeah, Suncorp. And if you remember the start of that game, news call. Sean Kenny Dow double pumps yeah. and Darius intercepts it and gets the, the yeah. game going yeah. against the interest. Don't you love Roosters. an intercept? It was fantastic. <laughs> anyway, so it hasn't gone well for the Broncos all game. and Sorry, the Roosters all game. And there's a young patron, I'd say early 20s, had a few, yeah. Redford Pat style, and <laughs> and he's that's doing it style. And, and he's every time the Broncos have gone in, he's got out of his chair, walked a few paces, and gone right in front of the Roosters' yeah. box and just given them, you know, the bird, the gesture, whatever. Right. So of course, when the uh, the, the Roosters lose and the Broncos have won, he's amplified his uh, disdain and mocking of the Roosters. And both Robbo and Craig Fitzgibbon are up remember, against the glass. I remember this. They're slapping the glass, and uh, Fitzgibbon gives the slit throat yeah, sign. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, and yeah. I go, that's a future head coach. And then, and it was the echo out at uh, Little Mount Everest on Friday night when, because of Brent Naden's brain explosion, Crichton scores. The Roosters have the ball one more time, mm. and then Kiri takes the long-range field goal, falls short, mm. and Josh Mansour ends up with the ball. Oh, he went down. He went down. Yeah. And so they oh, cut yes. to Robbo. And Robbo, who we, no one has seen Robbo as and, animated as he was. And can in this I just game. say there was no smear to it was disguise crisp, what was coming out? It was out. crystal clear. <laughs> no gherkin, no mayonnaise, nothing. Now, now no I'm tall no, beef patties, special sauce, <laughs> cheese, no, pickles, fat, onions, beef fat, sesame you know, seed. None bun. of that stuff to disguise. No lip readers. That's <laughs> <laughs> all good. Now, I'm no lip reader, but I was fairly confident he simply said, get up, you soft prick. Right. But by the time it was in the press. That's the, nice advice to a young yeah, man, isn't that's it? Right. <laughs> by the time. I've interviewed Josh Mansour, who's delightful, invited yeah. me over for yeah. Lebanese. Um, uh, it was translated into Get Up, You Michael Lucking Soft Prick. Now, and now, even the Chris, Renaissance man that Robbo has his limits. Yeah. Chris, you're painting a very, very pretty picture of coaches in general. If that's what a, is that a future coach to someone who does that? <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> vision's calling, quite foot. Calling them soft vision. pricks. <laughs> oh, they're a good bunch. Oh, they're terrific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and isn't it exciting? And, and I'll be, well, you and I, we'll all be at the old girl on Friday. Yes. Is that right? Yeah, we'll yeah, all be yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will we catch up or? 
I, I maybe well, depends where you're sitting. Yeah, yeah, good yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be able to catch, catch up with you. With you, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We're we'll in the Tower yeah. of Terror. We're we'll in the uh, media lane, and there's no hanging down from the top of the Barongal. There's these. Yeah, I'm in the mug punters stand, and there's no post game possibilities at pubs. Oh no, no, Canberra. At Canberra, literally, though, everybody is warned at dead on finish. You had to leave straight away. Got to go. Nobody can loiter in the women's game. And I actually called it. Um, they were of course coming up because all their families came in. So the Chooks game, there was a whole bunch of Chook fans. They went straight to the fence and started hugging and kissing in photos. And I said, are they supposed to be doing that? And suddenly they're are all the going, women bubbled? Are the women I don't in a know. bubble? I don't know. I just it's, asked the question. You'd think they'd have to be in a bubble because they're playing on the same field. They're in the, same, they're in the clean zone. Yeah. But, but it's a resumption of the fru- feud between the Renaissance man himself, Ricky Stewart, and Trent Robinson. Have I, got, have I got that wrong? Yeah. The yeah. poly man. But I, I, Robo and Stewart don't like each other. I thought he the Baroque period. Rococo. The Rococo period. But why don't they like each other, Dennis? I don't know. No one knows. Know. But see, uh, Ricky doesn't like why? anybody. Yeah, I do know why. Ricky doesn't like his cat. So objectionable. Right, so, so pretentious speaking. He's a prick. Pretentious, moi, he says. Whereas Ricky's so down to earth and down straight. Down to earth, he says. I call him a philistine. And, and you love him. And you love <laughs> no, him as well. I don't. You just haven't admitted no, it No, I don't. Chris has admitted it twice. As I said, I had one him. little brush with Ricky Stewart at a bar. And gee whiz, he's and, not the most sorry, hospitable man. Where did you go on Saturday? What stadium were you at? What was the stadium? G-I-O, Bruce Stadium. You know, that's what Ricky calls it. Ricky, yeah, in the yeah. press conference last week. He's a belligerent little prick. He called it Bruce Stadium. Oh, God love He's him. not a charmer. He doesn't want to oh, be a charmer. He is. Yeah, he is. Oh. What was he requesting? Mondo Rock or something? Who? When, oh, uh, no, I was the DJ. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Ricky Sugar came up and requested something. No, he didn't come up. I went up to him and say, hey, how you going? Let's talk footy. Just brush me. Oh. Brush me. I will forever I, I heard a wonderful story from a journalist that, that backs up all the other stories we've heard from journalists where he'd said something about Ricky and there was a post-game and Ricky's gone, you, come with me. No, no, you, go to the bar, get two beers, meet me at that table. <laughs> so he gets two beers, turns up, Ricky says, thanks, skulls the beer and then launches. Let, unloads. And it's just at him yeah. for a full hour yeah. of just boom, boom, yeah. boom. Yeah. <laughs> Go and get me another beer. Has that cat turned on him yet? <laughs> but he, went, going, he went and got another beer, sat down. Another right. load. So how are you? How's All your right. mum? Vented, done. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done yeah. it. And then now... What you see is what you get. Yep. Yeah. Whereas with Robbo... He's authentic. Robbo's all artifice. Oh. Robbo's pretension and yeah. facade. He, he's and read about the great coaches and he goes, I'll take a bit of this, a bit yeah. of that, a bit of coaching. Yeah. A little bit of French history there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little, little, little bit of French. A little bit of Latin. Churchill, you know, yeah. Quite Herodotus, you know. And that only works so far. Yeah. I think they're going down, don't you think? Um, now, oh, what did I, I play? So. I do. I, I make a note, particularly when it gets warmer, to always play "Summer Wind" by Frank Sinatra at the early stages of the day. And there's nothing better than hearing Frank Sinatra over a big stadium with those strings swirling oh. and the you know the swing rhythm. It's just beautiful. I thought you were going to say "Summer Breeze" by Seals and Cross, but no, no. And I, and I had in my mind during the women's game, do you play "I Am Woman"? It didn't no, seem really appropriate. Bit, no, bit, no, yeah, no, no. <laughs> so I think I played Alicia Keys' "Some Woman" song. You know. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, um, nice. Now um, I know we're not going to we're not going to break this down. We can't unpack it. Too much to unpack. Too many layers in the buddy box when you open the box up. I'm calling it the Burgeye box. You're right. Right. Oof. Now there's a lot of problems with the Burgess at the moment in South Sydney. Even though Richo doesn't want to talk too much about it, I know Russell hasn't said a word about it. Um, but there's a chicken shop in Redfern that's really troubled by this because they have a standing order. For 16 chickens, four for each Burgeye. Now, what are we down to, Chris? How many Burgeye in town? We've only got one active Burgeye on one the field. One active Burgeye. Tom Burgess has seemed to Is shake off all the controversy. Is he 16 chickens every week? Well, he can't carry the load on his no, own. No, he can't. <laughs> and uh, I think uh, Luke and George have gone home, I think. Right, back right. To and, and, and now so Luke's, Luke's the elder Sam's one. Sam's gone to ground, I guess. He's the, he's the leader of the team. He's the eldest brother. Has he led them astray? 
Well, this is all allegations, Alleg- Stephen. And, and, Can we just say allegedly? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, who wants to go into the Byzantine operations of a family? No. And understand what forces drive them when they live the particular life that the yes. Burge I But that's the pinnacle of, of the Eastern Suburbs Rugby League, even though he's a, uh, a South Sydney player, in that lifestyle area. A lot of cash, young and fit, big rig as he calls himself, um, bit of a playboy Glamour. mentality, alleged substance playing around with, you know. And this all came out through, we didn't say this, it's the Australian, three renowned journalists in the Australian. <laughs> that voice of the people. <laughs> that voice of the people. Has anybody so watching it, the Murdoch does, dynasty? Does the Australian belong to Rupert? <laughs> Hey? It's one of Rupert's yeah, yeah. flags. Yes, isn't yes, it? Rupert, yeah. So, and what does Rupert think? Because Rupert didn't he try to get rid of the Rabbitohs? Yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> he's still <laughs> bearing a grudge. Is he? He's still at it. But I love the story. Which of us amongst us have got a mum who's come to drag us out of a nightclub? So he's at an establishment. Allegedly, he's popped a whole lot of pills and some ketamine, which they normally put horses down with. Correct? Yeah. Well, keep them quiet. That is tranquilizer. Allegedly, yeah. and. Somebody calls up Julie, the mum, and says, hey, your boys, you know, he's no good. You've got to get, get him out of here, you know. And she comes down and grabs him by the ear, much like Cameron Smith. <laughs> you're, coming, you're, 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 coming, you're coming back to the basement. And, it, of course, that was enough to scare the living daylights out of him. So mothers have power. Yeah. But often it, it's not acted upon. I, you know, my mum's never come to rescue me when I'm in trouble. I, I still recall my dear mother, I used to busk in Civic in the hole that was left by the Doug Anthony All-Stars. I chose to busk in there with little costumes and sing silly songs. <laughs> yes. And I, it was 87 and I was doing, I'd do the Raiders theme song and I'd take off my boots, pull my socks. Your over green the, socks. And there it was. I had my green socks and my Woodgers jersey. And I'd sing the Raiders theme song. And everyone sang along and loved it. In Sydney? In Canberra. Oh, in Canberra. In Canberra, right. Canberra okay. Civic. And um, there's this immortal day where mum has just, she's in the crowd watching, got the handbag, hair fresh out of curlers. Yeah. you ruined your socks! <laughs> <laughs> That's Monty Python, right? And the, oh, and the crowd has gone nuts. And then she's, she's had enough. Uh, yeah. uh, no, you know, I'm going to keep going for a bit longer. And she's just yelled out again, Dennis! Will you be home for dinner or should I leave your dinner in the pointish? i got to say, through, it's, it's an interesting point that you made. Is that what Julie Bishop was doing too? Well, well, establishment? <laughs> Sam! Burgess. I don't know what Julie Bishop was Julie doing Bishop. there. <laughs> you ruined your reputation. I tell you, there's a lot of players. James Packer, Russell Crowe, Julie Bishop. Look, look. <laughs> there's a lot that... Uh, Bronny has brought the chopper in to pick Sam up. There's, <laughs> there's a lot that might play out and there's a lot that's unfortunate. Fortunate, but there's still something heartwarming, as you say, about the image of yeah. for Julie Burgess. It isn't just all beer skittles and corporate boxes with Russell Crowe. No, she does not. what a mother does, something yeah. elemental. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. there's something we can take away from yeah, this. Yes, I think the stuff that's got me more keen to hear more yeah. is the role of the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Yeah. And our former CEO Shane Richardson says, "I just want to point out, don't forget about South Cares. We do a lot of good work in the community." And it seemed to be that's so as rich well. As, as well. well. <laughs> yeah, just, let's not focus on that shit. Let's just look yeah. at the good stuff. Um, it says here it would take mi- Mrs. Burgess an hour to talk to her sons, uh, to ta- talk to her sons into a car, a Hyundai Veloster. Is that is that product placement? That's that's not a big vehicle. No, imagine fitting that's the big two hatch. brothers, two two Burgess. Well, you take whatever and, and, sponsor and, you can get. And the sixteen chickens in the back. Exactly. <laughs> and head home. Julie Virch had to drag Sam and Luke to her car by their ears. So one in each ear. Oh, I mean, one in each hand. What a great image that is. <laughs> they were in a very heightened state, but somehow she got them out of the room and into the car. An insider said. So is Cam Smith not just the devil? He's also the mother of the Melbourne. 
storm. Yeah, the, mother of, <laughs> the mother of storms. <laughs> so can, can we just wish everybody and all the protagonists the very best and hope it gets sorted out and appropriate action is taken? And is it ma- Christmas time? And, and, and mainly <laughs> that finally, as should have happened many years ago, South does get kicked out of the rugby league. <laughs> <laughs> is it, as you said, is this a plot from Rupert? I think it is. Well, it is. The information has been held on to for a while. And yeah. It dropped at a convenient it's, time. It's, it, it, it looks like it's all happened at once, but it's over various points of time and all layered and layered. There's yep. the doctor, Dr. McDonald, right? You know, there's the, you know. Allegedly. Alleged I mean, prescription. Allegedly. 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 All, all that stuff. It's yeah. so much to unpack. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't think we should even no, try and attempt to do it. But are we heading to the end of this particular I think so. Uh, I think we are. Mm. Can I just say a couple of quick shout-outs? I want to re-mention, if you go on the Show With No Name Facebook page, a supporter of this show, Alex Donnelly, has his Say It Out Loud day coming up at the Batten Ball Hotel Saturday, 10 a.m., the 7th of November. It's an amazing race-style event. Recommend you get on and see that. Dennis, I know, has got something to plug. I'm going to plug something. This Saturday, if yeah. you go into ovoplay.com mm. and you pay a very modest, I think, $9, $10, You'll be able to stream Wrist Locks and Pile Drivers, which is our first Pro Wrestling Australia live show for about six months with actual punters. Wow. 50 in the training academy. It's going to be a huge night, and it means it's another step towards live entertainment in all its forms coming back to Sydney. Can you watch it on delay? Yes, yeah. You, it, once you pay the monthly fee, you can watch that show at any time, and you get access to all the other so previous I can shows. Finish at Western Sydney Stadium, go home and whack it on. Hundred percent. And you watch the, me oh. and my old mate Rose call the action. Oh, Miss Rose, did he have the watermelons? He, he always brings candy watermelons. He, always, he actually, we 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 called some stuff the other day, and he bought an anthology of uh, sweets from the uh, service station, and it wasn't that good. Right. Get the watermelons, Rosie. <laughs> Uh, you got anything, Stephen? Yes, I've just opened up my iPad and I've got about 50 messages saying I've been hacked on my, my messenger. What do you, what do, you oh, do about that? I have no idea. Is that what you're pl- promoting? <laughs> it's just it's rolling down. I was, oh, my God. Oh. You and technology. Me and technology are not the best of friends. No. <laughs> oh, you've got it too. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, Dennis? On that note. <laughs> um, so, I've got, I've got a show coming. Speaking of live show and live entertainment, normally by this time of year I've done about 30 shows, Rugby League the Musical, but there's only one. For 2020, and it's the uh, season review and grand final preview. It's also the launch of Rugby League, the musical decade of big hits. Wow. And I just last night was thinking about the season and what I was going to do for this season review because normally I've written a song a week and uh, <clears throat> haven't done so many. But can I play you a little song? Please. Please. Play a little song. This is um, pretty much what I see has happened in 2020. in a season 2020 COVID hit and the world went crazy other sports shut down it made me nervous <laughs> then the NRL went out of service but then in came Valendis and Abdo to save us with Project Apollo they promised a rapid resumption. <laughs> Everyone thought the season was over. They threw the two refs away. Made a set restart for less penalties. He was criticized by Gillian McLaughlin. <laughs> Valandis smiled, the AFL ate a shit sandwich. 
So we say, thank God for the Landis and Abdo. We might try meat, but we're still vegos. Do you prefer Akadaka or Abba? Only they believed the game could recover. Little instrumental break. Breath. <laughs> TikTok videos by Cleary. Sonny Bill returned, but not much he played. <laughs> Parramatta and the Storm in the top three. What a shit year was 2020. <laughs> but still, we've got Verlandis and Abdo. And the wooden spoon went to the Broncos. <laughs> Everyone could hear the thunder. When Fogarty ran, but Papa had him covered. <laughs> we are in the world of Verlandis and Abdo. Yeah. The wooden spoon went to the Broncos. <laughs> Do you prefer Akadaka or Abba? Only they believed the game could recover. <laughs> that says it all, Dennis. That's the one you wrapped up. Thank you very much. It's all over. <laughs> it's done. Yeah. That's good, Dennis.